0: You're
1: listening to the Two-Minute Time
2: Lord.
1: Hi, I'm Chip, and this is the Two-Minute Time Lord podcast, a special podcaster's roundtable edition uh, for TimeGate 2011. And I am surrounded by some lovely, lovely people as well as Mr. David Huey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let me go. Let's go around so uh, people can uh, put place names to voices. Um, again, I'm Chip, host of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast.
3: This is David Hui from Who on Who. This is Marty Hui, the plucky co-host of Who on Who. Plucky
0: indeed. Hi, this is Matt from US WhoCast. This is Mike from the Earth Station One podcast.
2: This is Denise from Little Finish Podcast,
0: and we are all here together in
1: Atlanta, Georgia, at the Holiday Inn in Dunwoody, do um, Doraville, Doraville uh, suburbs. That they, they make no sense to me.
0: You go across the street, you're it's another town. Yeah, <laughs> literally. It's been it's been
1: about ten years since I've been in Atlanta, so this is uh, it's great to it's great to be here. This is a lovely, lovely facility, oh, yeah. and. Um, Denise, you're not only the co-host of the Little Finish Podcast, but you are also on the staff for TimeGate. Tell me a little bit about TimeGate.
2: TimeGate, uh, (laughs) uh, it's a Doctor Who and Stargate and a Track for Other Things convention that started a few years ago. And we've been growing and growing over the past few years, and this year we've actually had twice as many people pre read as usual, so we're growing even more, which is nice. Um, and this year Sophie Aldred is here. That's that's awesome.
1: That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the reason that I'm here, right? mm-hmm. honestly. Yes. Uh, I can't wait to be here. Uh, fav- my favorite classic Doctor Who campaign mm-hmm. uh, Wow. So... What are you doing what are you doing on staff here?
2: I am staff for the Doctor Who tracks, so
1: I've seen you running around a lot. I think I actually saw you wearing a jet pack at one point. <laughs> So, uh, I was thinking it would be a good idea for, uh, you know, we're right in the middle of a really groundbreaking series of Doctor Who, and I think it thought it'd be really great to get all of us together with different perspectives to talk about that. And uh, I I really want to start uh, with uh, my friend David, who, just like me, is a liar. Uh, I'd say uh, the Two Minute Time Lord podcast is 120 seconds of commentary, but I usually run over. Uh, David, you always say that you and Marty reviewed Doctor Who uh, DVDs in no particular order, and what have you been doing for the last six months? Reviewing them in order. Reviewing
3: them in order, yes. Somebody asked us to do the Key to Time series, so um, we actually did those in order, um, which really...
4: I said we should have done them out of order, but you didn't listen to me. (laughs) I know,
3: I know. But, uh, but yeah we've, we've been uh, taking care of the key to time but we're done and now we're back into our normal randomness we're going to be doing uh, the Aztecs with excellent, William Hartman excellent
1: up. episode so, yes uh,
3: and I'm going to put you on the spot because we still want to try to get you on the show we will talk. We uh-huh. will talk yeah, offline yeah, yeah. as they you, say. you heard it here folks. <laughs> Matt, tell me a little bit about the US Who Cast. Uh, US Who Cast
4: is well, not unlike the rest of us. It's it's a it's a podcast from, from this side of the pond. Uh with kind of a I'm a former Lost Podcaster, so I'm really enjoying series six and the fact that there's a mystery to solve, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as, as a lot of as we've been seeing. And uh, I try to do things when the, the new series isn't airing, I try to do a little thing, a few things like uh, present uh, older episodes in a myth arc form where I kind of put myself in the story uh, and uh, then we do an episode where me and a couple of buddies comment on the episode
0: proper after that
1: hmm. Alright, and finally uh, tell me about Earth Station
0: 1 Earth Station 1 is basically a magazine podcast where we do different features every week depends on the hot topic of the week or just something that we've been jonesing to talk about for a while so we've been doing you know like James Bond was our recent episode before that was Pirates of the Caribbean movies but we have a central theme is that we're still a Doctor Who podcast we try to keep something with Doctor Who at least once a week involved in it so of course we're doing our season review each episode and everything and Matt's been sitting in with us actually for the last what five weeks now yeah So it's been pretty cool, and we're a small but growing podcast, and, you know, as we like to say, we like our 14 listeners. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And you had Uncle
1: Lou from the Happiness Patrol just screaming in the uh, cheer of interrogation, what do you call that? Oh, the geek seat. The geek seat. Yes. Do you want to get David? Yeah. One time. Cool. So... Series 6 of Doctor Who, we're, uh, we've, we're five episodes in, uh, America's about to take a little bit of a break on it, uh, we may talk about that a little bit, but uh, what do you guys think about it so far? Uh, Marty, this is a chance for you to spend more than 11 seconds on I it. Feel, <laughs> that's all I get on our podcast. Uh, so far, I'm really
4: liking it. Um, I am self-proclaimed as a child of the new series, though, so I started with David Tennant and worked through Christopher Augustine and then Matt Smith um, but yeah, so far I'm really, really
1: enjoying it. Uh, I don't, I don't know what else to say well he, he held himself to 11 seconds, yeah. to 11 seconds. Right. It's, it's all I get it, it, it's so like, all in the training it's been training. beaten into me since I was young I have a
3: Skinner box under you. the table and I electrocute like it when he goes a little bit but
0: um <laughs> well isn't this going to be all edited down to two minutes anyway <laughs> <laughs> pretty much time dilation time dilation, yeah, time dilation episode my, that's my get out of jail free card yes. right there
1: <laughs> Mike what have you been thinking about uh, series
0: 6 I've thought it's been very strong it's going a whole new direction from where it has been in the past. It's more towards people who actually think. It's Mm -hmm. just not, you know, this is the monster of the week. This is what's gonna happen at the end of it. This is like a continuation. We've been talking a lot about that on our podcast, that it's just, it seems like they want you to think about everything and also not watch it just one time. You sometimes have to go back and watch the episode two or three times to see things you missed.
1: It's way different from Series 5, surprisingly mm-hmm. so, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, same, same production staff and everything, but uh, the the tone, it's mm-hmm. really yeah, different. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot darker.
3: Well, I think Series 5's um, intent was to get us comfortable with Matt Smith. You know, I think it was the, uh, uh, hey, this guy is the same guy, but he's a new guy. And we need to get to a point where we, you know, are on board with him. And obviously, I I think, you know, I know, speaking for myself, it only took one episode and I was in. I was ready. But then I think most people agree with that. But I think that was the intent of of Series 5 was to get us in love with Matt Smith. And, you know, Doctor Who fans in general. And then maybe make the episodes a little more difficult
1: uh, once you sort of... (laughs) I mean, I I, I mentioned on my podcast how the first uh, time I tried to watch... uh, I can't remember whether it was uh, Impossible Astronaut or Day of the Moon. One of those days, I was... Screeching into the house uh, a little late, and there were commercials, and my kid had a friend over, and it took. Uh, it would have to have been Day of the Moon because I couldn't. I couldn't give a first impression of Day of the Moon because I was just too confused. Uh, but your, your, but your, your point, Mike, about uh, the, you know, it being a show that rewards concentration right now.
0: Oh, very much. Yeah. So. I can't watch it. You know, just from TV with noise going around, that's why we DVR it every week, just so we can watch it straight through mm-hmm. and, you know, make sure my son's asleep and stuff. Because I have an 11-year-old, and even though he won't admit it, the silence scared the heck out of him mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, afterwards, we watched it together, and he was like, I was like, did that scare you? And he was like, no. But he said, Dad, it's okay if I sleep the light on tonight. <laughs> 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 and Stephen Moffat says, hmm another satisfied
1: customer <laughs> well you talk all the time about big finish uh what about this tv show do you actually watch the tv show or is doctor <laughs> who just an audio phenomenon for you? you
2: i watch the tv show yes um i got into doctor who with the new series and then i went back and watched the old stuff and- then I found Paul McGann and she led me to Big Finish, and now I have a Big Finish-related podcast. As soon as
1: she mentioned Paul McGann, her eyes started sparkling.
2: <laughs> her voice
1: also went up a couple octaves there, <laughs> and now she's blushing. Uh, but what do you what do you think about uh, Series Six so far?
2: I love it. I. I know there are some people who are Doctor Who fans and they have Doctor Who that they just don't like, but I pretty much like all of Doctor Who and. Something that I think is really interesting about this season is so far every episode there's been something in it that I've said, oh that was just like in such and such audio or such and such Dr. Novel or something. Um, But it's not in a way that because I feel like a lot of the time Doctor Who it, it might take things that make it hard to reconcile the continuity with stuff that they've taken it from but i mean like even in um the rebel flesh there were the um remembrance tanks like there are in the eighth doctor novels and i forget what they were called in the actual episode but there was even a part where um the doctor said something about how it was um less advanced technology than something he had seen before and they were like how did you know that and he didn't really answer it but people who had read the novels are like oh it's like the remembrance tanks but it's it's good enough that people who aren't as into doctor who can still understand it but then people who have read novels and listen to the audios and stuff are like oh i get it so i think it's been doing a really great job with that
1: Mm -hmm. Uh um
2: I don't think I answered the question at all, oh, I'm I just talked, sorry.
1: <laughs> now, Matt, you uh, come. fine. Now, Matt, you started with the Lost Podcast, as you said, right. so Series 6 ought to feel like you're kind of at home here, right?
4: Yeah, uh, in fact, a, a couple of my guest co-hosts and I have, have commented uh, quite a bit this series about how it feels like our old Lost Podcasting days and the fact that uh, there's this kind of an overall enduring mystery Uh, And I have to say in regards to that last comment that I think that is something that the new series has done really well and that is that it it is making things accessible fairly well for all fans. It doesn't matter whether you just jumped in or because I personally, most Classic Who references will go clear over my head. I'm not versed enough in Classic Who to know when that's going to actually hit me. Uh, But it doesn't matter. It doesn't take away from the story. And as long as that is achieved, then I, I'm happy with it. If it's a if it's a good story that can be told, uh, then I can jump on board here and get my and, and get my little mystery uh, fix. Get my little mystery fix done, and then uh, move on to the to the next thing. Uh, I'm really fascinated by this whole eye patch woman. I got to find out what this is about. I think that's the biggest mystery for me this series.
1: I I I was just listening to one of the podcasts this afternoon. Second second episode in the credits, she's actually got a name, and they don't name her. They haven't named her since. Uh, She's just in the credits as Eye Patch Lady. Yeah, Eye
0: Patch Lady. Yeah, I saw that exactly. And I've been one of the things with this season. It's so hard even because we get news stories on our website and we post them constantly. That, you know, we're trying to keep away from spoilers mm. and everything. Mm. And people are spoiling this season left yeah. and right, and it really sucks. And some of the, some of the spoilers,
1: although it's arguable whether it is a spoiler or not, are coming from the BBC yeah, itself. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Um, yeah, true. some of their
3: show descriptions, it's like you don't even want to read it because you don't, you know, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Uh, Trevor from the, the Doctor Who podcast and I both uh, fell victim to the Flipboard incident, uh, where if you're, reading, if, you're reading, if you're reading, if you're reading, if you're reading Twitter, if you happen to be reading Twitter on Flipboard, you know pictures and descriptions that would otherwise be spoiler hidden just sort of jump up out, out at you. Um, ouch! But um, spoilers are going to become a big issue for us. You know, here we are, all Americans at an American uh, Doctor Who convention, and we're on the verge of not getting Doctor Who on BBC America this very weekend because of the Memorial Day holiday. Um, where do you guys, uh, how, how do you guys feel about uh, the delay, especially since the, I mean, on the one hand, most people who watch BBC America, who get their Doctor Who from BBC America, aren't, aren't geeks like us uh, who follow everything on Twitter. Um, so they may not care. On the other hand, those of us who are really, really into it, we're probably not going to avoid being spoiled.
0: Right. Yeah. We're, we're actually already planning on watching it Saturday evening and such. We have ways of getting it, as every, most people do, and we're going to warn people on our podcast that if you we put a timestamp stamp on everything anyway, that, you know, don't listen if you don't want to hear, because we, we warn every episode about spoilers anyway.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm debating. Um, I've noticed that there is an, an entry on the uh, schedule for time date this weekend uh, that may facilitate my ability to uh, do a podcast review of uh, the, the almost people. Um, but, you know, again, it's, it's really tough because I sort of want to support BBC America for, you know, not only bringing the show to American audiences... But actually helping pay for the show right now. Um, Matt, you and I were talking about that a little bit. Exactly.
4: You know, regardless of whether we see this episode here at TimeGate or however this weekend, uh, I feel for me personally it's important not to podcast about it until BBC America has aired it. Uh, that's just out of respect you, for the show itself.
1: And for your audience, which is explicitly and, the U.S. Who cast. Right,
4: exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I am geared much more towards a, a U.S.-based audience, then I, I feel it's really important for me not to, to spoil that audience. Um, on the other hand, uh, one thing I will credit BBC America for, even though they aren't showing the new episode this week, which we all wish they were, um, they are going to show all of the new episodes up, too. So if you haven't had a chance to catch up uh, with this series, this is an excellent opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I, I, I find myself more more conflicted about the fact that it's going to delay the finale of this half series mm-hmm. than I do so much about this particular episode. Because uh, if, if they were to show both episodes next week, you know, then I would be I would be that's just fine. But I do find it really hard. Yeah. This uh, just the fact that it's the, episode seven is not going to come out until a week yeah. later. That's going to make things a lot harder for for fans that are kind of have their feet in both waters.
0: I'm trying to put be good.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and try, and, <laughs> but if we and, can and tri- hold
3: off, the silver lining is we have one less week to wait in between the number seven. There you and, go. And, oh, and, and one
4: less week to wait between then and the beginning of Torchwood as well. If true. you're into that type of yeah. Thing,
0: so.
1: Yeah, uh, which uh, some of the big uh, TV, some of the big TV reviewers out there, like Televisionary, have already gotten the first three episodes, screener episodes of Torchwood, mm-hmm. and
0: they're saying great things about it. Oh, are they? I've uh, seen the preview, but that's I've seen the trailer exactly, and it looks wonderful.
1: Yeah, I can't, I, I can't wait. Now I'm not sure. I don't have stars, so I'm not sure how I'm going to get it. I uh, do most uh, stars shows show up on Netflix
3: uh, soon after? Or? I think it'll be on iTunes. Marty, you've got Netflix.
1: I do. Uh, I don't know though. I don't know what's. I think really stars, on
3: stars stars play as part of Netflix. Stars, yeah, stars and mm-hmm. Netflix. are very yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, I wanted to wrap things up by uh, let's get getting our wild predictions out of the way because there are so many bizarre things happening this season. You know who shot the doctor, everything, all that good stuff. Uh, round the table started with Marty. Uh, oh what do you... <laughs> <laughs> pick, 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 pick a mystery and solve it. Well, I think a lot of people speculated that
4: uh, Series 6 is some sort of dream and that's what the Eye Patch lady is. They're looking into Amy's consciousness. I think it's more that it's a memory and she's reliving all this through a memory and the eyepatch lady is looking into those memories. Okay. And, do some sort
1: of investigation. That's interesting. And, That's okay, cool. and uh, before before we get away from you, your favorite episode so far?
4: Oh my goodness! Uh, my favorite episode so far, I guess I would have to say the Doctor's Wife. I really liked it a lot.
3: Yeah. Uh, continuing around uh, with uh, David. Oh, you're going counterclockwise. Counterclockwise. Okay, all right. Yeah. I first, I want to say that I, I do like the memory idea a lot, um, but I'm gonna go with the little girl in the first uh, episode there, and I'm gonna take my uh, my guess is that uh, the little girl is somehow tied in with River and that uh, that she is River song as a child okay or a previous regeneration of River song and I could be way off bad but there, there's something there that's uh, that's the only thing I've got and
1: uh, all right and your favorite episode of the year um, of the
3: I, I got to agree with Marty uh, doctor's wife yeah definitely there were enough nods to the classic series and, and a lot of enjoyable. Moments for um, Doctor Who fans of, of you know both classic and, and new series, but like Matt, like you were talking about, it was still um, accessible to everybody, and so I think I, I got to go with that.
1: All right, Denise,
2: I don't really have any wild theories. I like the theories that have already been said, so I'll say those are my new wild theories. Um, and my favorite episode so far has been all of them.
1: You are very Catholic in your approach. (laughs) It's all
0: together, all together. All right. Uh, Mike, Um, what's your theory? Theory is, I'm going to actually take Marty's theory. I like that a lot, actually. I'm pretty darn impressed with that one. Um, I've been trying to keep away from the theories. I would like to guess where it's going, but I'm enjoying the ride a lot. And it's—I've been very pleased with every episode except for one so far. Which one was that? The pirate. Mm.
2: Oh, oh, the pirate! Sure. I yeah, just—I
0: was let down big time. It was <laughs> weak.
2: It needed Colin Baker singing. <laughs> 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 Your uh, big finish plug for the podcast
1: yes. <laughs> has been delivered.
0: But uh, my favorite episode, though, definitely is the Neil Gaiman one, the Doctor's wife. It just felt something out of the old doctor who i'm a big time old doctor who fan i've been watching doctor who since i was like seven years old and you know it just felt like something out of the old series and you know i'm 44 years old and i was like choking back tears at the end you know and like my wife was like laughing it's like really you're kidding me (laughs) Yeah, I get that from my wife a fair bit too.
1: Uh, <laughs> Matt, how about you? What was what's your kooky theory? Oh, wait, that that's trademarked. Sorry, that's the Doctor Who podcast. There. What's your uh, wild theory of where things are going?
4: All right, um, you know, there's no, there hasn't been any new information presented on this, but this is just a hunch, and this comes from the fact that River Song couldn't shoot the astronaut, and kind of said, "Of course, um, I think that possibly River Songs." could have been the person in the astronaut suit that shot the doctor, uh, just because it would seem like it would be some kind of strange type of paradox if she could mm. actually kill herself, um, and the fact that she said, of course, made me think about that, so that'll be my crazy theory for this time around.
1: You know, I was you know I always assumed that for whatever reason the bullets were bouncing off or whatever that she was right. trying to shoot the astronaut, and you couldn't, but... Uh, that she was actually not trying it's something that I hadn't really thought about yeah. what's your favorite episode uh, thus far of series I, 6 I,
4: you know I, I pretty much concur with the table the doctor's mm-hmm. wife was just fabulous and but you know I, I got from other podcasts uh, about some of the references that were in it and everything which enhanced my, my viewing since I've listened to those podcasts but as just a general story, a great adventure, the first time that I felt like Amy and Rory were in any kind of actual peril, all episode, you know, all, all, series so far, and, and some of their best stuff, and for every character aspect, and just, I was so endeared by Saran Jones. I don't, I don't see how you mm-hmm. could not yeah. enjoy that performance. And uh, Doctor's Wife
1: is definitely it for me. I like biting. It's like kissing. But there's a winner. <laughs> 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 that was a best one. Oh, man. Um, well... I'm really looking forward to spending more time with you guys during the convention uh, when we're not holding microphones and when we are. Um, TimeGate looks... uh, The facility is lovely. I see people milling around all over the place. I think this is going to be a really good weekend. Can't wait to meet Sophie Aldridge. Last thing is to uh, remind people where you can be found, uh, starting with Dean.
2: Littlefinish.com.
0: And... uh, Monthly reviews of...
2: Yes, monthly reviews of Big Finish Audios.
0: Fantastic. Mike? ESO Podcast, and we're also up on iTunes, and we're weekly. All right.
4: Uh, find US WhoCast at uswhocast.wordpress.com.
0: And the the, the tandem.
4: I can here. generally be found uh, rummaging behind the dumpsters in the alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, son, he means the podcast. Oh, the podcast. Which, <laughs> yes, It's at uh, whoonwho.com, that's H-O-O on
1: W-H-O.
3: Right, that's it, and on iTunes. Mm-hmm. and on iTunes.
1: Alright. Thanks so much for spending some time with me guys. Uh look forward to hanging out with you uh, at Timegate 2011. Thanks Chip. Thanks. Chip.